Hey there, friend. Whether you're here because you know me personally or you happen to stumble your way here, welcome to the Live Free, Love Well podcast. No matter what season of life you find yourself in, you are here for a reason. I'm so ready for this journey we're headed on together as we discover the freedom we can have in relationship with Christ and learn how to apply God's love to our lives and the lives of those around us. I'm Becca Pritchett, and I can't wait to walk alongside you as we live, love, and grow together. Hey friends, and welcome back to the Live Free, Love Well podcast. We just got out of a series last week called This Is War, and we talked about the armor of God and how it applies to our lives today and how we can use it to just kind of work through some stuff in life, the bad parts, the good parts, and all that fun stuff. So I don't know about you guys, but I I enjoyed doing it. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Um, I received some really encouraging feedback from it that I was totally not expecting because honestly, I just kind of feel like I'm talking out of my butt sometimes. I don't really feel like I always know what I'm saying or what's going to come out next. So thanks for having the grace, guys, and thanks for coming back each week. I appreciate it. So from here, and uh, what we're going to do next is just kind of take it week by week. I've kind of felt led to maybe do a couple book reviews of some books that I've read recently. Um, Also, you know, any questions that you guys have or anything you guys want to talk about? Because you guys are coming here each week to listen to me talk. So why not give me some ideas on what you want to hear me talk about? Um, And then... You know, whatever, whatever I just feel lead to speak on next. So I'm just, I'm here to do life with y'all and I feel like you're listening each week because you're here to do life with me too. So thanks for being here. This week, I am going to talk about um, something that each year, you know, this is a time of year for my family that gets kind of difficult. Um, Some of you know the story of my brother and some of you probably don't and I think I might have shared a little bit about it on one of the episodes previously Um, but this week I kind of want to talk about grieving and I know that's not something fun to talk about but it's something that this time of year um, really hits home for my family and myself and I also think that Um, sometimes that's just something that, that we need to talk about because at the end of the day, you know, there's one thing that I don't think any of us can disagree on and that's that, you know, our time will end here on earth eventually, some sooner rather than later. And it's not easy to deal with and nobody wants to talk about it, but I think it's something worth talking about. And it came up at the podcast tour that I went to a little while ago with my sister. Thanks, sis, for going again, if you're listening. Um, and after hearing her perspective and listening to it there and then thinking about what I wanted the next podcast to be and praying about it, um, I just kind of felt like, this would be a good time to talk about grieving. So 
And I don't necessarily want to get into, you know, the, I don't want to stay in the sad part of it, but I want to kind of talk about how we can push through it. So I'll just give a little bit of the story first. So those of you that don't know, kind of know a little bit, and then, um, I guess I'll just get into talking about that. So in a couple of days from when you guys will be listening to this podcast, it will be five years on July 2nd that my brother passed away in a motorcycle accident. He was one year older than me, so right now he would be 31. Nope, just kidding. Yep. No, I'm right. <laughs> he would be 31. Um, and it's been, it's been a wild ride. I can say that about it all. Not something that I think anybody ever thinks they're going to walk through or that you can ever really prepare for. But, you know, it's life. And So the day that he got in his motorcycle accident, he was actually on his way to my other brother's wedding. And the question everybody asks as soon as I say that was, oh my goodness, did they still have the wedding? Yes, they did. Um, And so we all still went that direction. And there were a lot of us that came in behind the accident. Um... Luckily, we didn't see it, or not all of us saw saw it, but um, we knew where it happened, and it was hard. I was actually at my father-in-law's wedding at the time. When we got the news, my mom called Logan and told Logan what had happened, um, and so we had to leave one wedding, go to another wedding, And on my way to the other wedding, swing by the place where my brother had gotten in his accident. Um, My dad was still there when we pulled up. So um, luckily we were able to comfort him a little bit and kind of be there with him in that moment. Um, And still, still to this day, um, when I think about that moment in that place... Uh, I can't, I can't drive by the place without thinking of my brother. And unfortunately, it's a place that most of my family drives by quite often. Um, But I just, I think about that time and it's still, it's still sensitive. And I think it will always be sensitive. But it won't always be impossible to talk about, as you can tell, you know, um, just by listening to me talk about it. Five years later, it's a lot easier to talk about than it was five years ago. And I think that, that that's kind of how grieving works. And I think, you know, to me, It might have only taken a year or two before I was able to talk about it without crying. But it took a lot longer than that for my dad and my mom. And still to this day, um, I still see a lot of that grieving process. 
And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think sometimes we don't allow ourselves to grieve things. I mean, and even not just talking about the death of someone that you were close to or the death of, you know, somebody you knew, but grieving relationships, grieving job loss, grieving, you know, there's all kind of losses that we can grieve and that we need to grieve. And I just think as a society that we don't allow ourselves, we don't give ourselves the grace to grieve sometimes. And I think that's really important in the healing process is just giving yourself and giving yourself permission to grieve and also giving others permission to grieve. And I think that in the whole process, that was one thing that was kind of hard to come to terms with. And I noticed it more in other people. Um, I feel like I was a little bit better about catching, um, catching on to how other people were grieving and being okay with that. But I know like for my mom, um, my mom, for example, her grieving looked a lot different than people would have expected it to be. And unfortunately there were people that made her feel bad about that. And I think sometimes that We don't just need to give ourselves permission to grieve, but we need to give others permission to grieve how they need to grieve. Everybody grieves differently. And it's just about, you know, allowing yourself to do that. That's part of the healing process. But I think that's the hardest part is just actually letting yourself grieve the loss. And... When me and my sister were at that podcast tour a a little while ago, there was someone that came on stage and the, the lady that does, that did the tour, Annie Downs, Annie F. Downs, she is basically a fun coach. That's kind of what she calls herself. And, um, we, the tour and her podcast and her book and all this stuff is called, that sounds fun. And that's what she talks about. And so she had kind of opened it up to questions. And the one question that somebody had asked that, and she had her come on stage to talk about it was how do you have fun in grieving? And when she said that everybody was just kind of like, Oh, And you could feel the crowd just, you could feel their hearts sink with hers. Because I think that's a question everybody wants to know is how do you, how do you still live and have fun when you're grieving? And she had the girl that came up had lost her sister. And so I just, oh man, I felt for her. And I just think about, I can't imagine how she felt. And I'm so grateful that she had the opportunity to get up and do that and allow that night to be part of her grieving process because it was so good what Annie had to say about having fun in the grief and that sometimes we need to just allow ourselves to cry Allow ourselves to grieve, but don't stop chasing the fun. 
And that's what she was saying was that, you know, you can have both. You can have grief and you can have fun. You can have them separately, but you can also have them together. And I thought about that and I thought about my grieving process personally. And I thought about how many things did it take me a long time to be able to do because I was scared of having fun because I thought I still needed to be grieving. And I think that we need to, again, allow ourselves that grace, but allow others that grace too, that it's okay to have fun while you're grieving. And being happy or laughing doesn't mean you're not still heartbroken. It doesn't mean that you're not still struggling. But that's part of the healing process is pushing through the tears and letting yourself cry, letting yourself be sad, but pushing through that to still chase the fun, to still chase the good times. And one thing that my mom and I have talked about before with this loss that our family had and um, some of the other losses that we had shortly after, we lost my grandpa about a year and a half after my brother And one thing that my mom and I had talked about was one part that's hard is um, not missing the people that are there because you're too busy missing the person that's gone. And I think a lot of times we do that too. We were so caught up in the person that we're missing, the person that's gone, that we really end up missing what's right in front of us. And that was one thing that I vowed to myself when I lost my brother, was that I didn't want to be so busy missing him. I didn't want to be so caught up in what I didn't have that I forget about or dismiss or don't enjoy what's right in front of me. And I know that that's such a hard part of the process but i mean we can't we can't leave behind what's right in front of us for for someone that's already gone and i know that's hard to hear and i it's hard for me to say it because i know the hurt that comes with loss but i think that that in that there's so much good that can come from having fun with your family and your friends that are with you now and letting them into your grieving process, letting them grieve with you and just going through life with the people around you that love you and that care about you and not dismissing them because you're, you're so heartbroken over what you've lost. And again, I think that a lot of this can apply to so much more than death. I think it it can apply, like I said, to job loss or relationship loss. Maybe you've lost a friend or you and a spouse have, you know, split up or you and a boyfriend or girlfriend have split up, whatever it may be, that, you know, those losses we grieve too. Even though they're still with us physically on earth, that doesn't mean that we don't still grieve the loss of different things. 
And I think even in those other things that sometimes we can still get caught up in in what we've lost, that we miss what's right in front of us, that we spend so much of our energy being sad about the job that we've lost or the friendship that we've lost, that we don't allow ourselves the the ability to go and enjoy or look for what's in front of us. And like I said, I know that that's a really hard part of the process, but I think it's a really important part of the process to just allow yourself Give yourself the permission to have fun and to look for another job or to enjoy your present friendships and relationships and enjoy what's in front of you. Don't be afraid to enjoy what you have because you think that you need to be sad about what you've lost. And I think as I go through this season for my family, this first part of July that's hard for us. You know, I just, I just want to try and really embrace the family that I have right with me and enjoy them and be grateful for what I have right here. Because what I have with me here on earth is so important to me and our time is so limited that I, I just want to enjoy who I have. And I think there is a time and a place in this season for us, there will be a time and a place to grieve. Whether we're grieving together or grieving separately, that we will do our share of grieving with it being the five-year mark, that's a big one, and I know it's going to be hard, and, and it's okay. But what I really want us to remember, that it's okay to be happy, and it's okay to cry, because you can have fun and grief together. And I really just think... I mean, like I've said, I just think that we need to give ourselves the permission to let those two things be happy and grieving, not happy or grieving. That the two can go together. They don't have to stay separate. So, um, just in honor of my brother this week, I wrote a poem five years ago and I found it on my phone when I was looking through some of my notes. So this week, in honor of him, I want to read you guys this poem I wrote. That way it doesn't just stay on my phone, but it can be out in the airwaves for people to hear. And, you know, in this poem, I feel like there's There's parts of our story as brother and sister. And I think that, um, that I, I read this and 
I'm just so grateful for the time that I had with him. And I hope that you all can look at your grief. Again, whether it's a job loss, a family member loss, a relationship loss. That you can look at it and you can remember the good and be grateful and thankful for the good. So I don't have a title for this poem, but I know that it was written on July 5th, 2016 at 10.05 a.m. And this one is for you, Seth. Chasing me, yelling at me, and hitting me too. That's what big brothers are supposed to do. You always had my back, whether wrong or right, even though most of the time I picked the fights. You weren't sure about my choices in boys, but I wasn't sure about your choices in toys. You've been a part of my entire life, from watching me grow to becoming a wife. You always had a way of making a room glow. Why this was your time, I'll never know. You were such a great uncle and brother too. I hope you know that we will never forget you. I hope it's okay to ask God why. You were so young, why was this your time? I've struggled with knowing you're truly gone. It just seems surreal and it seems so wrong. Your beautiful eyes and spiky hair. You were such a handsome young man, it just doesn't seem fair. Chasing me, yelling at me. Protecting me too. You were the epitome of a brother. That's what you were supposed to do. We had so many laughs and many cries too. I'll cherish our time together and I'll always love you. As I lay here in bed, I hear you say, I'm home now, Becca. It'll be okay. Friends, one thing I want you to know too about my brother's story before I go is that two weeks before he got into his accident, he came to my grandpa and he said, Grandpa, I don't know what you have, but I want it. And he got saved. And, you know, that's part of his testimony. And I think about God's grace in that situation. And I think about, man, how much he loves us. And how much he understands our grief. And he understands our sadness and our brokenness. But he's there. He's there in the hard. He's there in the good. He's there for us. And I think that's one thing that over the five years of going through this and trying to process it that I have found peace that surpasses all understanding because I've looked to God for comfort, not the world. And I've not done it perfectly and there's still things, there's, there's going to be other things in my life that I have to grieve and I'm sure I won't do that perfectly either. But I just want us to remember And really try and 
keep in mind that that happy and grief can go hand in hand. And together it makes for a beautiful growing process. So friends, I know that this week was <laughs> a little um, different than we've had before. But I just hope that that you find some peace in this today. And I don't know if there's some of you that are grieving a family member or a friend or a relationship or a job loss or whatever loss you might be grieving. I just, I pray that you look to God for your comfort and that you can look back and that you can be grateful for the things that you had and the time that you had. And it might not be today, and that's okay. It's okay. Today might not be your day to look back and to be grateful because there will be good days and there will be bad days. But I just encourage you to push through, push through the tears, push through the broken heart, look for the fun, look for the joy. And I promise, I promise you will find it. Hey, congratulations. You made it to the end of another episode of the Live Free, Love Well podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you do that before you leave here. And if you have found any of this encouraging or helpful to you in any way, I would love it if you would let me know by leaving me a rating and or a review. I hope that this week you guys have found a little bit of love and a little bit of freedom that you can take out into your friendships, your family, and the world. Let's live free and love well, friends.